Hello, and welcome back to the Lit With Prayer podcast. I'm your host, Dane Camella. It is Monday. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you were doing so well. So excited to be bringing you another podcast episode. Before we jump into this episode, I did want to let you guys know we have a Valentine's sale going on on the Lit With Prayer website. So if you ever wanted to pick up one of our books or our Christian-related jewelry, the discount code is VDAY20 for 20% off anything that you'd like to pick up. Thank you guys again for all of the support. It helps us do everything that we're doing today with Lit With Prayer, and I appreciate you guys so much much. If you were listening on the podcast platforms, make sure to subscribe so we can reach more people. And if you'd like to leave us a review, that helps us as well. Let's jump into this week's Bible story. How is your heart? Matthew 15, verse 1 through 20. Roses, chocolates, gifts, and special meals are traditions that say, I love you, especially on February 14th, Valentine's Day. Like many other celebrated and commercialized traditions, Valentine's Day has its root in pagan traditions that were later adopted by the Catholic Church as a Christian tradition named after St. Valentine. The red heart is most is the most recognized symbol of the, this tradition celebrating love and romance. When it comes to the heart and a man's traditions, Jesus had a lot to say. In the book of Matthew, the religious leaders, Pharisees, and teachers of the religious law asked Jesus, why do your disciples break the traditions of elders and not wash their hands before eating? Jesus, as his usual custom, answered them with a question. He asked them why, why they allow their traditions to supersede God's commands and give them and, gave, and gives them an example. Under God's law, they were to honor their mother and father, including taking care of them and their expenses as they aged. They had a loophole in their man-made traditions that allowed a person to declare that their resources or money was devoted to God and not in use for their parents' welfare. Later, they could cancel the declaration and avoid their responsibility. Jesus goes on to say, don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart, and these defile them. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands does not defile them. Jesus also came against man-made traditions that supersedes God's intentions for man. In the days of Jesus, the religious leaders cared more about their traditions being kept than the welfare of their people. God is more concerned with the condition of our hearts and not what we do of our tradition. Going to church may be a tradition for you, but how is your heart? The Bible tells us to guard our hearts and minds, hold on to God's word in our hearts and live, and to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and not depend on our own understanding. God knows the intention of our hearts. The Bible says that a good heart produces good and an evil heart produces evil. When we receive Jesus into our hearts, we become a new creation. God forgives us of our sins, cleanses our hearts, and puts his spirit in us so that we can start growing a relationship with him. When it comes to love, no man-made tradition could compare to God's greatest love gift, his son, Jesus Christ. If you've never accepted Jesus, Today is a great day to do so. Guys, a quick announcement. Our new book, The Book of Proverbs, is finally here. I know I mentioned this in a previous newsletter. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, this might be new for you, but we 
have officially launched our brand new book project, the book of Proverbs. And a lot of people struggle to read the Bible in any way, shape, or form just when it comes to picking the book up and getting into it. So we wanted to create a resource to help you read the Bible in a little bit more of a peaceful way. So as of today, we just launched this week our book of Proverbs. It's beautifully designed with imagery, and it's just the book of Proverbs and the New King James translation that you can pick up exclusively on Amazon if you would like to support us and check it out and just you know, give yourself another way to read Proverbs or give it as a gift to a family member or friend. It is available on Amazon. If you're listening into the podcast, you can go to Amazon, type in Lit With Prayer, L-I-T-W-I-T-H, Prayer, and Proverbs book, and that should come up, and you should be able to find us there. Again, this is just a really exciting thing. It's a series that we're going to do, starting with Proverbs, then we'll probably move to the uh, Gospels, but we're just going to put it in God's hands, and I just appreciate the support in so many ways personal development tip of the week, let's talk about time management. When you hear that word, I know how you might feel. Overwhelm, stress, anxiety, whatever may be the case, in order for you to continue to pursue God's purpose in your life at a higher level, you must learn to effectively manage your time. There are many tips or even hacks online promising you the secret to time management, but I'm going to tell you right now, there is no one secret. The key is to find a couple strategies that you can find that can support you each day. Remember, complexity is the enemy of execution. So you don't want to make this too complex by having a hundred different strategies because you might not end up implementing one. Sometimes it only takes one or two strategies that can make all the difference. And I'm going to only give you one today that greatly helped me in managing my time more effectively. This strategy, I would say, is more of like an insight or perspective than a strategy, but I do think it will help. How I think about time management is not how can I manage my time, but more so how can I manage my energy? Let me ask you, if you had 20% more energy each day, do you think you could get more done? Of course. So this week, ask yourself, what can I do to manage my energy more effectively? Here are a couple things you can think about when it comes to helping give you more energy each day. Maybe it's the quality of your sleep, getting seven, eight hours of sleep a night. Maybe it's exercising X amount of times per week. Intermittent fasting is something I do. I skip my first meal breakfast. That helps me greatly with my energy in the morning and getting a lot of things done in the morning. Quality nutrition making sure you're hydrated, et cetera. There are tons of different strategies for managing your energy. I think you get the picture. And the big takeaway here, I hope you can grab onto, and if, if this serves you, of course, is when you directly focus on improving the quality of your energy you have each day, it indirectly affects your time management. Lastly, remember, more energy equals more effective time management. Now, I have a question for you. If you're listening in on our newsletter, you can fill this in. And if you're listening in on the podcast, go over to Lit With Prayer, L-I-T-W-I-T-H Prayer, dot substack substack.com and you can contribute to our community over there and voice uh, your answer but the question today is and you can think about this too as you're listening to this podcast is what is one thing you can do this week that if done would greatly improve the quality of your energy each day think about something go implement that and see how it affects your time management but again remember energy management over time management Prayer for the week. Father God, I thank you in advance for this new week ahead. Bless me to overcome my fears and step up in faith in everything I do. You have great things in store for me this week, and I trust you when I sometimes don't trust myself. You are for me today and every day. In Jesus' name I claim, amen. 
Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's podcast and newsletter. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, share it with a friend. You never know who might need to hear a message that can help them build a better relationship with God and get to know Jesus for the first time. If you guys want to support us any further, check out litwithprayer.com, L-I-T-W-I-T-H, prayer.com, and consider picking up any of the resources mentioned in this podcast or um, just reaching out and letting us know how we can pray for you and how we can continue to help you in your journey and relationship with God. Have an amazing week. God bless you and happy Valentine's Day.